Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Bathtub Party Day, Tony. You like taking baths, don't you? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I do, but no more than four in the tub. It oh, well. Just, oh, okay. doesn't work. Now you're going to get selfish. Then, then let me tell you something. If somebody comes to my house and wants to take a bath, my response is go home. You've got too much time. Take a shower or go away. Showers. Not who, bad. Who comes to your house and wants to take a bath? That's why I don't have any. What any... kind of house are you running? I don't have what? bathtubs. I have showers. I get out. Uh. No bathtubs. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Today's episode, the Bengals beat the Chiefs. The college football playoff is set, and Justin Verlander has a new team. But we begin today with the San Francisco 49ers beating the Miami Dolphins 33-17 yesterday and intercepting Tua twice on the way. But there was no particular celebration for the 49ers because Jimmy Garoppolo is now lost for the rest of the season with a broken foot. The 49ers quarterback as of now is Brock Purdy, a rookie out of Iowa State, the last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. Will Bond, are the 49ers sunk without Garoppolo? Probably, Tony, because you're looking at we got to put this in some sort of context. you got the Cowboys and the Eagles, the Eagles and the Cowboys. I mean, that's what you got. And yeah, certainly the, the Rams are done, history. Uh, done, Giants done, and the it. Washington, whatever they are this week, no, they're, they're no, not good no. enough yet. I mean, they may get there in another year, That's but not, not right now. And, you know, the Vikings, I don't think you and I, we think they're pretty good, but not good enough. Yeah. So we, we, we know what we're, we think we know what we're looking at. And, Tony, I don't see the 49ers with a third-string quarterback beating them. Now, I, I try to because, you know, I look at Garoppolo and I just see passes always thrown too far behind or too high or too low. And he's just the most inaccurate guy. So I think somebody could come in and be pretty average and lead the 49ers. But to but how far are we talking about? And maybe since Carolina just released a quarterback and put him on the open market, he can do something other than make really funny, smart commercials. Maybe he'll be available and they can have him ready by January 1. But I, I, I don't – it doesn't look encouraging. So let me go through this. Brock Purdy was perfectly competent out there. Yes, he was. Here are Purdy's numbers yesterday. 25 of 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. That's fine. In a caretaker sort of role, like Cooper Rush, he could be just fine, it seems to me. Like, what's that guy, Bailey Zappi? He could do that. But my problem here is the problem that I have with third-string quarterbacks. They're third-string for a reason. You go out and you get some tape on this guy, and if you're a good defensive coach, you learn how to deal with him. It's the same problem I have with Mike White of the Jets. Now, look, Mike, I'm the guy who said weeks ago San Francisco was going to be in the Super Bowl, so I'm invested in it. I'm you not had Jimmy G playing, though. You had Jimmy G on the field. Absolutely. Now we're going to see if Kyle Shanahan is a genius, if he's an alchemist, if he can spin straw into gold. Mm. The thing about Garoppolo is, I like him more than you, but he's always hurt, Mike, 
Oh, he's played True 16 too. games once. He's Anthony Davis without the high upside. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. and and I think they're the best team, but I fear for their ability to get there. But in a situation where if they got that far and they were facing Dallas or they're facing Philly, you know you're taking the other team. You're not taking the Niners with a third-string guy unless he really shows you something between now and the playoffs. That's right. Yeah. He's got a chance. He's beyond the Niners, it. beyond them, four other top contenders put up impressive wins. Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I had that. The Eagles crushed the Titans. I did not have that. The Vikings edged the Jets. The Cowboys put up 33 meaningless points in the last 14 minutes to pound the Colts. Tony, which win was the most impressive to you? Okay, so we're going to throw the Cowboys out, out first because out. they played a terrible team. Yeah. And it's important in the context of this question – who is your opposition? The Vikings I'm throwing out because, as you alluded to earlier, we both look at them as the least impressive 10-2 and two team we have ever seen. Probably ever. And they barely beat the Jets with a third-string yeah. quarterback. So now it becomes the Eagles or the Bengals. The Eagles look great against the Titans, but let's ask ourselves how good are the Titans at yeah, the moment. They're still pretty good. They have lost Seven two games six. in a row, I yeah. believe. Well, wait, let me give you a statistic here. Okay. They have only beaten one team all year that has a winning record. So for me, it's the Bengals yep. because they beat the best team. Yep. Kansas City was the best team of these four teams. This is the third time in a row, I believe, that Joe third Burrow has beaten Patrick Mahomes. And he came down the stretch, had two scoring drives in the fourth quarter, including the game winner on a touchdown pass. To me, Mike, that was – and here's the word that I wrote down – that was the most consequential game in the NFL yesterday. Yeah. One of the things I hate on whatever network it's on, it's probably on this one too, is Statement Saturday, Statement Sunday, Statement Week. It's just, it's just nonsensical hype that people should be fired for coming up with. Having said that, you fire everybody. You Bengals, fire half of Bristol. Well, not just Bristol. Los Angeles, New York, all the capitals are broadcast. Oh, God. Um, Tony... Mm. I, I thought it was a statement win for the Bengals yesterday. That they, that they needed that. They needed that. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. and Patrick Mahomes was not great on any level yesterday because there were constantly receivers open underneath it. He was like, no, no, I don't want that. I want to be Aaron Judge today. I want to hit home runs. I just want to throw it 50 yards down. It feels like there's a dude open 16 yards in front of you. What, what? So he'll, he'll be fine. I'm not going to be overly critical of Patrick Mahomes. He had a game that wasn't great. Oh, no, no, no. But Burrow yeah. and those guys, Tone, when he has his weapons That's out right. there, they are – listen yep. to me. I can't and believe Chase I'm saying this. I don't trust them historically. They're as good as Kansas City. They're as good I, as the Chiefs when he has Mike, all his weapons to deploy. I agree with you. I do every week I do my uh, MVP ballot, my imaginary MVP ballot. And I've had Jalen Hurts number one for a long time, and right. I still do. Right. He threw for 380 yards yesterday, I yeah. believe. But I knocked two down a couple of pegs, and my two right now is Joe Burrow. And my three wow. right now is Dak Prescott. Okay. Yep. Let's, because they're, they have real impact on their teams. Yep, real impact. Let's go to college football. TCU and USC both lost over the weekend. USC got drilled by Utah. They fell from number four to number 10. TCU lost in overtime to Kansas State, but held on to the three spot. So the top four are Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. Wilbon, do you see these as the correct four, and do you see this as a competitive playoff? Well, there's no controversy. I mean, nobody got left out. Nobody got hosed. Nobody has a complaint. There's, that's, that's the only four. This is the correct four, period. Now, 
Do I see it as competitive? Probably. I think I do. I mean, you know, you, you're wondering about TCU all the time. You know, you're wondering whether TCU can step up and play with the power fives, the big boys. Are they ready for this? And sometimes that team, that mid-major, is not. I think TCU is, although, Tony, you know, you love TCU. I, I like them because I like anybody wearing purple. But, I, you know, we were on the I phone do. when this game was going down on Saturday, and That's I know right. you how impressed right. you were with the way TCU handled that important oh. drive to get them. But, Tone, they didn't Max win w. the game. They, they, they were outplayed essentially twice by Kansas State. Speaking of teams wearing purple. Okay. Twice. So I mean, let, me get, on, let me get to this. First of all, TCU is in a Power 5. They're in a Big 12. Yeah. They are a Power 5 school. Second of all, I called you while that game was going on, and I told you TCU would remain in the top four even if they lost. Yeah, and you I were afraid shaking. Alabama would I get was, it. I was. Okay. And, and they're in. Now, it's a little fishy that they're in third because what oh. that means is the committee said, I don't, know, I don't want Ohio State to play Michigan right. in the semis. Nobody we just saw that. that. If they make the finals, right. okay, but not in the semis. Right. And I texted you about Max Duggan, and I said on that last drive alone, he just won the Heisman. And let me tell you what he did. All right, on that last drive, he runs for 13. He runs for 19. He passes for 20. Some other guy runs for a little bit. He runs for 40, and then he runs for eight, and only eight because that got him into the touchdown. He carried his team on his back. Then he threw the two-point conversion, and it got him into the overtime. I wanted them to win in the overtime. I actually thought Duggan got into the end zone in the overtime. Will this thing be a competitive playoff, Mike? It depends on one thing. Is Georgia this good? Yeah. Because Georgia's won like 27 or 28. Two years. And the two SEC. Years old. Yeah. It's so like one of those this old good, Nebraska things in the mid-70s. You're not going to beat them. Uh, Tony, That's I, I'm right. with you on this. By the way, the most exciting game of the weekend we didn't mention because and it was eventful because it changed the Final Four. And that was USC losing and giving up 40 again drilled. to Utah. That's right. And it was just sabotage my man Caleb Williams because early Tony in that game, yeah. he had thrown three touchdowns, right? And I know he threw the last pick, and it was dreadful. But, Tony, he was so great with a popped hamstring. Understand. I know him. Listen, he I may not win the Heisman, but he made himself a no, lot of money Duggan's on Sunday. Win. A lot of money on Sunday, sure. Caleb Doug, made himself. Duggan, in the most critical part of a critical game, yeah. Duggan went down the field by himself. Let's yeah. And he was gasping for air. Let's take a break. Coming up, should the com- who are the commanders? Should the commanders or the Giants feel better about their tie? Who are the commanders? Yeah, we don't know. What? Justin Verlander picks the team he'll pitch for next season. You went crazy over Duncan because you watched it, because you were awake. I did. I, was I awake watched it. For Friday night when Caleb Williams had a popped hamstring and he stayed but they out gave there. Up, Mike, they he's gave not up playing 40 D. again. They, he isn't well, playing but it's, a, it's a team game. Your boy Matt Duncan didn't stop anybody either. No, but he won the game. Oh, he Your didn't, boy win, didn't the game. win the game. He lost. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Trying to find out what's popping with the peeps. I like that phrase. Mail time! The first one. Here we go. Bigger signing of the day. The Mets signing Justin Verlander. The Phillies signing Trey Turner. Verlander. Verlander, Tone. Verlander's coming off a year that most people would consider a career year, and it ne- wasn't necessarily for him. I mean, Verlander was under two with an ERA, and now he teams up with an old teammate, an old tag team partner, Max Scherzer, for the Mets. You know how I hate the Mets. I hate Verlander, who I like a lot going to that team. And Trey Turner's great. He's going to Philly he's every day. I mean, it's a great signing for Philly, but when you can put Verlander and Scherzer out there, come on, man, that's intimidating. Yeah. I, I, and DeGrom went to Texas making that available. I'm going to go with having that ace, a second ace on that staff in New York. Yeah, Verlander and Scherzer, they're old, they're great, and they are really rich at the moment. And they can come and co-host the PTI show because we've had them both as guests. The answer is Verlander in the short term. Yep. Because he's coming off a spectacular year. That matters. And the Tommy John surgery where he laid out for a year may allow him to pitch three more years. You know, because he's, he's resting. two more. But in the long term, it's Turner. And let me just say this. I bleed for this as a Nats fan. He goes in division to Philadelphia. He joins Bryce Harper. This is part of the core of the team that I rooted for in Washington. They're going to be together for about eight years. They're going to win stuff, and he's going to be 100 miles away from where I live. And honestly, if you're a Nats fan, this is a very painful thing. It's not painful if Anthony Rendon goes to California. It's not. It's painful when a guy that you think is great who you should never have traded a lot goes of 100 miles away. Elsewhere. Long-term, it's Turner. Yeah, a lot of great Short-term, Short-term it's Short-term is all that matters in sports today unless your name is Wimbayama. Should the Commanders or the Commodores or the Commandos, whatever their name is, should the Commanders or the Giants feel worse about the tie? They both ought to feel bad because they both sort of played to tie. It was uninspired. I was upset that yes. I had the third TV upper left on this junk. And they had some moments now. I mean, I thought the, I, I picked the Giants to win coming off a couple of bad weeks, and I thought the Giants need to win this game to get it right. And the commanders sort of outplayed them. But then, you know, Ron Rivera had a couple of fourth downs. So did the Giants, by the way. And they didn't yes, do they it. Did. They punted. No. They wouldn't go for it. They wouldn't commit to going for it. I don't want to be like Brandon Staley or whatever his name is. But come on. Uninspired football on both of their parts. In the overtime, I totally agree with that. Let me explain the situation. It's worse for Washington because they're on the outside of the playoffs right now. Okay. And the Giants are in. But, but the Giants have to play the Eagles this week, which looks probably like a loss. If it is a loss, they're both going to be 7-5-1, heading into Washington for the showdown game. The winner of that game will get in. And the loser will likely be out. Maybe. But Back you're right. Like the, the overtime was bad. Do you think Deion Sanders will be able to elevate Colorado's sorry football program? Yeah, the way you elevate now, we just saw this with USC. 
right, and a coach going from Oklahoma to Southern California, when you're dynamic and Dion, my God, is dynamic, you can recruit and you go to the transfer portal and you say, I like him, 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 and him. And you take them to Colorado and you load up. Look, they don't have any rules. We talked about Auburn the other day. Do you think Colorado's got any rules? They have none, all right? Dion's going to be able to go there and get whoever he wants, whenever he wants, and he can coach them. We know that from Jackson State. And by the way, you think some people aren't going from Mississippi, Jackson State, with him to Colorado? Because they are. So, Dion, yes, he will get this turned around, and I don't think it's going to take all that long. So I'm very, I was shocked when he took the Colorado job. Why? Colorado stinks as a program. Okay. Colorado was 1-11 this year. They haven't had a winning season, I don't believe, since 2004. I didn't see the allure for Dion in Colorado that I would see, for example, in the Big 12 because of the Cowboys, in the ACC because of Florida State, in the SEC because of his time with the Falcons. But you know what he said to his players, his actual players that he inherited? He said, jump in the portal. He said, get out of my sight. Get into the transfer portal. Oh, my. I mean, so he must have enormous plans. He must have a lot of confidence. He's a confident man. But, Mike, I was surprised he took Colorado. No, no. I was. You go take a job in one of the alleged power fives, even though between Stanford and Cal and Washington, two of those will probably be out of there. They're in a bad fit in the Pac-12. That's a bad fit for Colorado. This is a a big big state school where they've won in football before. It matters. You're in the West. He can recruit from California, from Texas, from Arizona. We'll see. He can, Tony, he can and he will. Come on now. This is not a bad job. This is a tremendous job for him. Imagine being a player, meeting your new coach for the first time, and he says, jump in the portal, son. Either get get better or get out. Let's take one last break. Still to come, how should the U.S. men's soccer team feel about that World Cup performance? Maybe they should have watched Brazil today. And a Clemson quarterback decides to... Move on, speaking of transfer portals. You think he might not want to play yeah. for Dion? Huh? I I love Dion. You know, all the way back from when he was going to buy me a burgundy suit. I know, I know. I love Dion. I wish he had just done it. I Three wish he had done it over your suit. objections. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Monday Night Countdown coming to you from beautiful Tampa. But Adam, quarterback news around the league, not so pretty. 
Lots of quarterback news, Susie, today. Lamar Jackson doesn't look like he'll go this week. Baker Mayfield is now on waivers. And Jimmy Garoppolo after the year. See you at the top of the hour, Monday Night Countdown. Happy time, people. Happy 75th birthday, Jim Plunkett. Plunkett is the definition of resilience. After winning the Heisman at Stanford and being the number one overall pick by New England in 1970, Plunkett wasn't much there and was traded to the 49ers, who eventually released him. He went to Oakland as a backup for two seasons. And then in 1980, Dan Pastorini fractured his leg. Plunkett came in off the bench and immediately threw five picks. But Oakland stuck with him. The Raiders won 9 of 11. They made the playoffs, and they ultimately won the Super Bowl over Philadelphia, and Plunkett was named MVP. Three years later, Plunkett was backing up Mark Wilson, got the starting job back, went 10 and 3, and won another Super Bowl. His numbers are mediocre. A 72 and 72 record, 164 touchdowns, 198 interceptions. But he's got two Super Bowl victories. Yeah, his numbers might be mediocre, but his impact wasn't. The thing I hate about sports the most these days when people are covering it and assessing it is they don't know how to look at the action and figure out impact. He belongs in the Hall of Fame, just like Tom Flores, who had two as a coach, belongs much earlier. Jim Plunkett belongs in the Hall, period. Happy anniversary, Clay Thompson, on this year, on this day six years ago. The other Splash Brothers scored 60 points in 29 minutes using just 11 dribbles. I don't know who thought to count the dribbles. Maybe that's some new analytic. But this means Thompson basically caught and shot his way to 60 points like some sort of Papa shot act. Thompson holds a couple of wild NBA records. He has 14 three-pointers in one game, which he did in three quarters, and 37 points in one quarter. Yeah. There have been many great backcourts in the NBA, like Frazier and Monroe on the Knicks, Isaiah and Dumars on the Pistons, Hardaway and Richmond on the Warriors. There has never, ever been as good a backcourt as Thompson and Curry. Tony, you know I'm not going to disagree with you. Those 11 dribbles, it shows that Klay Thompson can score 60 or 37 and a quarter and not be a ball hog. He doesn't need to have that, but when he gets it, he knows what the hell to do with it. And the Warriors are getting better. They're getting better and better and better, and Klay is still improving coming off those massive injuries. Good for him. Happy trails to the World Cup for the USA. The United States team was beaten decisively by the Netherlands in the round of 16 on Saturday. The United States scored on a fluky goal, and the three Dutch goals were right out of a soccer textbook. Now, there are a lot of people writing and saying that the United States is now a world-class squad, and winning a World Cup is not unthinkable. I watched this game. Mike, you watched this game. Yeah. Did these people watch this game? No, apparently not. The Dutch moved the ball effortlessly and gave their scorers perfect opportunities. The U.S. team talked of small mistakes, correctable mistakes, but the game appeared to be between teams in different leagues. Tony, people watch their phones now. They watch stat lines. They come up with all these second and third generation numbers. They don't watch the damn games. Because if you watch the game, you know we're not close to the Dutch. We're not, in terms of talent, we're not there. I don't care how many people write how, oh my God, it's going to be glorious in four years. Maybe, but we're not as good. And if you think they're the best, they're not. Because Brazil today scored three goals that are like watching, if you want to put it in American terms, the Harlem Globetrotters against the Washington Generals. That's how beautiful the play is. We're not in that category, no matter who tells you that. We're not. Not yet. We may get there, but not doubtful in four years. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Fred McGriff, 
voted into the Hall of Fame by the Contemporary Era Committee. Is that all right with you? Yes, it is, Tony. And the power numbers are there, 493 home runs. I know he might be borderline in, but I'm, I'm fine with McGriff being in. Talk about the guy who's at the center of a lot of action. The Raiders beat the Chargers for Vegas' third win in a row. Is that significant to you? Well, it's certainly significant for Josh McDaniels, who had a terrible start, and people were saying, are they going to get rid of Josh McDaniels? I mean, it proves they're on the right track. You know, they won two of those games in overtime, I think. The Athletic reports that Trey Young missed Friday's game after tensions with head coach Nate McMillan. What do you make of that? One of his options presented by Coach Nate was to not show up. If you're going to participate in shoot-around right then, he didn't. Uh, can't win without both of them on the same page, as they say. Clemson quarterback DJ Uyunglele, maybe I got that right, is expected Lale. to enter the transfer portal. Are you surprised? They got a kid backing him up, Cade Klubnik, who's very good. This was a bad year for Clemson. I'm not really surprised. Last yeah. one, Anthony Davis had 55-17 and 17 in a win over the Wizards. Got MVP chance in D.C. Really? Are you impressed? Last nine games, Tony, he's been like a combination of Shaq and Kobe AD has. And the Lakers are better. They are. He's been playing fabulous. Okay, they're better, but are they any good? We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I am Tony Kornheim. Stay with me, Uwe Ungale. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. And now to get you set for Monday Night Football, here's Susie Culver and the Countdown Crew. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.